With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. West of blockchain and cryptocurrencies, crypto assets, distributed hyperledgers, all that good stuff and more. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you listening and you giving me feedback as well. Looking forward to a little quick discussion today for the show outline. We're going to just go over a couple points. One of those is what is the blockchain good for anyways? Why talk about this? Why listen to it? Why is blockchain the buzzword of 2018 and likely 2017, most likely the end, where Bitcoin at one point shot up to 20K. The second point in our show outline will be who even uses Bitcoin? And that question has morphed a little bit as of recent. So fun stuff ahead. Thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, Look forward to giving you more information, news, and insight into how the blockchain and crypto revolution is going. All right. Starting with our first part of the show here, the blockchain. As we know, uh, blockchain is a buzzword for really something that we've had around already, to be honest. Um, It's essentially computers that are holding ledgers of information um, that currently can already and already is happening. The difference is in how it's utilized and distributed and in some senses a hyper distribution and in other senses the level of code allows and and I'm not as technical as I'm trying to sound apparently uh, but um, when talking about these issues you, you do have to dive into some techie stuff but the, 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 the code that goes into distributed hyperledgers um, essentially blockchain technology does come with more of a trust factor I think to put it in the best general way for myself and for you are the, the the person sitting there hearing this um, the the details in that are that what essentially we want is an immutable something that uh, is not able a non-changeable um, record that essentially machines are in charge of because of the hyper factor of the distribution of that ledger not allowing for for overwriting or in the case of cryptocurrencies double spending or in the case of crypto assets um the you know 
the non-negotiation or the 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 pulling out of a asset transfer. So there's some you know details that are still smoothing out in this world. I would say um, many companies are are trying to investigate how these um, hyperledgers or this blockchain technology um, can be best utilized. Um, both in kind of a public format and also just in a, you know somewhat of a privately held format for for better uh, record keeping and, and trust and and securities um, for the future. You know, even even within the you know uh, securities market and whatnot, the way that it's framed, th- that a settlement layer on top of a blockchain, essentially a, a another layer layer of coding that allows for the the people communicating or the machines that we would in this case call nodes, the the actual um, devices that are doing this hashing or doing this processing and running the executable files, much like your computer runs for you now, um, would be doing it in the essence of keeping this distributed hyperledger secure and accurate and on chain, which is where we would say that it's a kind of as we refer to things being online now, this would both be online and on chain so that the ledger would actually be affected. Um, could swap that out for chain there, I guess, in a, in a general way. And I'm being general because I think it's good to just kind of hit this at a higher level because we could get into the technicalities, I think, of how each different ICO, you know, altcoin or, you know, the different um, utilization, you know, white papers out there that are discussing how people want to and are trying to and some successfully than others doing implementations with blockchain and distributed or blockchain distributed hyperledger technology. So it's happening and the, and the big players are behind it. You have IBM, you know, teaming up with certain people. Um, you have, you know, large organizations like Google and Visa that are investing in, you know, what it would take to, to kind of build their own blockchain, um, you know, to build out this type of network, you know, that protocol that's essentially, grasping at what we want the machines to do for us. And essentially my philosophy is that it's this, um, you know, what, what the value in it, the good that the machines can do is re- maintain a trust factor outside of centralizing it with, with a board or with humans or a banking system or IMF or even the, you know, American government that we would be able to have people running machines that agree that these machines are trustable, that this code is secure and trustable, and that exchanges are allowed to happen via what we already are doing with, with, with the world, exchanging, you know, credit card, you know, digital, digital, you know, signals and whatnot to, to, you know, eventually um, subtract from our, bank account balance, (laughs) the value that we have placed in there from, you know, the time we spent working to earn that money to live the life we want um, could be um, more of a, I guess, efficient and effective factor in a world where we are using blockchain. So to me, looking at why we use blockchain 
and why we should continue to focus on it is, is very similar to what we saw with um, the internet in dot-com kind of boom. There was a lot of, you know, scammy and crappy stuff out there that was just trying to take everything, you know, things that didn't even need to be, you know, taken to um, this next level of technology or utilization of technology with the internet. And then we also saw certain things really surface out of, you know, the internet time, such as social media and, you know, um, accessibility to, you know, knowledge on YouTube and Google and, you know, just the wealth of information and the, the ease of access to it has really created a new dynamic for our, our, ourself and, and the world around us and those that are connected to, you know, this, this world wide web. Hopefully um, we see uh, most of the world being connected, especially with uh, many companies putting out satellites that'll increase more of those remote areas that, that could also benefit from this knowledge transfer. I, I don't think it's just about, you know, sharing what you're eating and, you know, who you're eating it with and, you know, how, how you know, cool your life is or whatever the case um, comes along with social media. I really think it's more about, you know, uh, the, the basic fundamentals of giving people the power to connect and trade that value. Which is other, which is the other point of social media. You know, it does allow people to connect and trade that value. So, um, goods and bads come with these emerging technologies. But back to the premise of how is in, you know, what ways is it good for the blockchain to to change our lives or, or possibly, you know, will be changing our lives? Is that um, we do already change digital signals for, you know, bash, for our value cash exchange. The, the blockchain would allow us to do this um, globally, and, and, and it should be, um, with the original vision, a low transaction, instantaneous confirmation, um, which is the, the goal of what I would say the future of cryptocurrencies, whether that be you know, large organizations getting on board to really change the, the ball game if governments and banks decide to um, – you know, start making, you know, certain laws and, and, and technical legal, um, you know, I guess you could call them regulations or restrictions, then it would definitely create uh, opposing uh, views for, for what I think the, the, the community now that we would give fair credit to say the cypherpunk and digital, you know, crypto artists that first originally started the vision and, and, and really invested the time and brought it to life saw that they wanted certain pillars of, of how they exchange value um, to be a part of this, the system that they're living in. And that would be, you know, once again, like the fair exchange of it so that it's done quickly and easily um, that, you know, the technology being there so that the fungibility is, you know, able to, you know, slice that dollar into change, so to speak, or slice that coin into smaller, you know, Satoshis, if we want to use the language of our, our crypto friends. Um, and so being able to, come at it at a way of, you know, Hey, does this cover what I need to do in my life? Oh, the other point, I guess we would, you know, dive in here and say is, Hey, are my, are, is Bitcoin, was Bitcoin going up or, you know, is it, was it, was it something of value that we see, or, you know, is this world that, you know, more and more money is pouring into as we see the market caps grow um, in cryptocurrency, you know, exchanges have a, 
sensible and logic reason as to why uh, I would, I would argue. Yes. I would argue that there's a lot of fluff and scam and crap out there that you need to be careful for. How about we cover that in the, the next part of, of, of who's, you know, using this stuff, what's going on out there in the Bitcoin cryptocurrency, you know, actual world, like, you know, rather than just the, the thought of what this is doing and how it's, how it's being done is to, to sum up, you know, the blockchain is good for allowing us to exchange what we gain in our lives as value for what we consider value, essentially going shopping or something along these lines and, or purchasing, you know, goods of value that, you know, you need to sustain yourself can be done easily, can be done with, you know, big brother, so to speak, not dipping its hands into it. Can it be done on a network that is trusted? Can it be done with a accountable record keeping process? Can it be done that it can be anonymous or it can be traceable? Um, Essentially, I would argue that, you know, blockchain, Bitcoin has a ledger which shows you addresses which would then be associated with those that have them. Now, those addresses can then become similar to what I would compare someone choosing email addresses where you may have more than one and sometimes having more than one makes you somewhat more anonymous um, in the sense that you could have many and you could spin them. Um, There's also some unique things in the the community that I'm still learning about, but certainly you're able to do um, atomic swaps, uh, which essentially allows you to exchange certain coins that you have for other types of cryptocurrency coins. Well, hello, kitty. Thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, I have the fur kids around me, so thank you for allowing them to join every once in a while. As you are hopefully making through uh, another episode of the, the the blockchain crypto revolution, the revolution, we've reached uh, you know I think a good summing up point of our first uh, question on this this two topic outline show, and the second one is who is even using this stuff? Are you? Will you let me know if you are? Are you, are you using it to buy things or are you, are you purchasing it to, to purchase other ICOs? Like, you know, I got, you got your Bitcoin and Ethereum so that you could go buy your Ripple and your, you know, go buy your, you know, I don't know, Bitcoin cash. And I guess at this point too, we'd, we'd add to the equation. Are you, are, what are you invested in and, and, and why? Love to hear that feedback. Um, once again, uh, in the show notes is my email address. Just my full name, ryan.shay.hurrigan at gmail.com. Most people won't be able to spell that, but it's in the show notes. And I tried to spell it out last time. It took too long. Probably explaining it's taking just as long. Oh, well, nonetheless, comic relief. So what I'd like to do now is talk about who even uses Bitcoin. If you haven't got tired of my voice at this point, I'd like to thank you again. But let's dive in. People that are using Bitcoin, I would say, are the early adopters. I'd say the miners. I'd say some that were in the uh, consensus crowd of 
uh, early utilization. So people that were building businesses around it, like the BitPays um, and whatnot, the, you know, people with Coinbase and sure, and, you know, other people with, you know, related um, stores or related uh, exchanges or related type of uh, cryptocurrency adoption are still really the, the, the main people that are, are concerned about where, you know, distributed hyper tech, hyper ledger technology is going and, and really want, you know, to, to see it maintain what was the, I guess, early spark of flame in the whole reason this community has started to envelop the bigger community or the, the mass media is that it gave people a chance to grab their cash and say it was theirs and also watch it grow for, for a large part of, you know, 2017. Uh, if you were holding before or part of the huddle gang before then, um, or bought in at the right time, even around then, um, you really did see that, you know, this, this, these markets, this technology, a lot of people were in agreement that there was a reason to invest. Now, I think a lot of people were just looking to make money as well. Um, that's totally understandable. You know, markets are, are, are been around for investment and for growth, and it does take risk to, uh, you know, venture out there, thus the venture capital. But I would say that it also um, was just, time for the revolution to happen. I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, some being just the, the fiat system crumbling with different governments and even the inflation of our own, um, you know, or of the U S dollar, you know, hopefully not all listeners are from the U S here. So it just, the fiat system is, is, is it gave way, I believe to what will be the savior of it is cryptocurrencies. They, they there's just too much there in the way of why this could work as a value electronic cash exchange system for our world. Now, I think it could go even bigger than that. Um, Bitcoin, you know, the, those that were, you know, using it saw a vision for it to, to be maintained, I think, as a cryptocurrency and you know, allow you to have low transaction fees and, you know, be able to send it, you know, instantaneously and have it confirmed, you know, with the, the, the ledger, you know, of the blockchain updating every 10 minutes or so. And that, that really was a, you know, kind of a stake in the proof of work there for how the machines were trusted and how we could actually grow this to be bigger and, you know, scaling these systems um, takes effort by actual coders and, and miners and people running these nodes. So who's using it? It's, it's the people that are invested in the actual network that see the value, I think, of such a technology and want to support it. Um, I think the markets will jump in with money. Um, I think that there's a lot of reasons that that's good and bad. Uh, I think some people, you know, take other people's losses and make them their gains. I think other people put money in the market and believe that growing these markets and venturing out with their capital is a true investment. Um, you know, maybe part of the huddle gang where you're, you're, you're looking at it for the long term to see a winning kind of Facebook from the internet social media crowd or a, you know, Amazon of the future and, you know, 
crypto asset exchange. What what could be is I think a lot more people will be using it, just like we did see a beautiful adoption and trend in Bitcoin. I would say during you know maybe like a 2015 to you know early 2017 or something run where the transaction fees were still low then unfortunately they're not now it was instantaneous you know not um, instantaneous but pretty close you know transaction confirmation it's not now so those things are really hurting who's using bitcoin now that being said it had a great trend line that more people were using it then because some people got it and actually saw that there was value in using it there was even at one point uh, uh you know not one point there there, there is and there there uh, was a successful you know bitcoin store where you could buy electronics and they were cheaper than actual ebay electronics or you know other wholesalers or it was very interesting to see that this marketplace was was willing to grow and 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 barter and and be a part of a bigger system because the vision was there and supported and utilization happened now um, some of the consensus groups in bitcoin changed and the people using it are again the consensus groups and one of those was miners and some of the core developers who thought that, you know, instead of it just being a cryptocurrency of something of, you know, a cash electronic exchange, it should be also a store of value where, hey, like using our network and hey, putting, you know, your exchange of these currencies, you know, in our ledger on this network is actually very valuable and we're going to consider it, you know, that store of value worth you know higher transaction fees and only the larger transactions will actually be confirmed um, this has hurt adoption because many people um, aren't thinking in that level or prepared for that i think that probably some um, in that community see it as perfectly reasonable and hold hold to that i think uh, it crushes some of the economic pillars that allowed bitcoin to grow um, one of that being, you know, utilization, people wanting to hold on to it and, and fungibility, people actually being able to, you know, break it down and, and use it for smaller amounts or exchanges, so to speak. Um, yeah, that, that, that was just no bueno, no bueno, folks, no bueno. Uh, my throat's a little dry. I'm going to go and grab some of my uh, green tea and honey here. I hope you don't mind. Hold on. Ah, so good. I'm a big fan of tea, by the way. You should jump on the tea train. If you want to know more about teas, email me. I got spreadsheets on that too. So long story short, what I'm thinking is that who does use Bitcoin now? Good question. Uh, still a small amount of people that are you know, moving, I believe, money around in exchanges are definitely using it. I think some people are buying it to then sell it uh, for you know, the purchase of other coins that they may see uh, growth potential. Um, I think people that own it are maybe exchanging it um, amongst themselves or even, you know, swapping it out to get Bitcoin cash or, you know, to get a, you know, another type of coin of their choosing. I know uh, that uh, Roger Ver has mentioned publicly that, you know, he's changed out some of his Bitcoin for Bitcoin cash. Uh, I think that's a smart move because Bitcoin cash, that's still the original vision of, 
you know, that, that, that missing, those missing economic pillars of Bitcoin core or Bitcoin, the, the other, the, the original main media, mainstream media Bitcoin is that, that, that people, if they want to buy it and use it, Bitcoin cash, I think is now going to hold its place in the market where we start to see develop its own segment as it already has grown as one of the faster coins, um, <laughs> to be introduced, which shows that there's a lot of smart people behind it and adoption and megaphones behind it, just to be transparent, that help, you know, get this out for adoption. Um, if Bitcoin can go back to, you know, being on that roadmap, if, you know, if, if they really think that Lightning Network is, is the solution, which for, you know, our listeners that are, are newer or that, you know, hadn't heard that before, essentially they want to run it through like conduits, the transactions that, 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 that way that you could, you know, also see more transactions come if you, you know, maybe bottleneck it through smaller um, flows of those transactions and, and therefore it can kind of add up to a, the larger original blockchain um, changing on the ledger. And also so that it goes through, you know, I guess what you would call, um, you know, somewhere that, somebody could back that up, you know, the, 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 the bank, the, the, so to speak, uh, kind of a dirty word to use there in the, in the crypto world, but the vault of value is better. I think to, to put that into place, you know, that is much like banking. So it, it does bother me that the lightning network seems to, uh, you know, be that way on Bitcoin and, and the people that may use that, are going to see that that is, you know, not what they had as the original vision for a cryptocurrency um, that, you know, maybe it does cause, you know, some centralization eventually amongst the, the people holding the power in those, you know, flow of conduits. Uh, I, I think that it does need to be examined more. I think I need to do more research on it too, just to, to fully understand it um, and flush it out. But I do know that, that that the original, you know, code and core idea behind Bitcoin is still live and well in Bitcoin Cash. And uh, though there was some volatility early on with the trading of it, I do think that it will steadily grow because I, I think the vision and the people behind it are. Uh, maintaining that and though it's not uh, something that you know is without its own controversy I think that it is something that maintains the integrity of what was the original program for Bitcoin I think it has some of the original people behind it like the you know person that translated uh, Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper from English to Chinese so, and that, that, that just shows me that there's a lot of core fundamental understanding behind the vision for Bitcoin Cash and why it does have the potential to really be what um, I think Bitcoin was supposed to be, potentially still could be, but the people using Bitcoin now are definitely not totally the same crowd that used it before, just because they can't. Um, it, it, the Bitcoin core technology um, limits now how that's being done with the general public. And though you could still purchase it freely and hope that you, you know, 
watch your money grow in, in, a, in an emerging technology that's, that's well worth the value of it. Um, I would say that do your research and see if there's, you know, more to be understood and maybe even, you know, more value behind, uh, you know, purchasing another altcoin, as they would say, um, and that could be Bitcoin Cash or, you know, Ethereum. Uh, there's Monero as well has had some pretty strong uh, votes for the consensus behind that technology. And so there's a, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, interesting moves and players in this emerging market. So I'd say keep um, an eye on it with me. Uh, let's, 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 let's both be diligent to do our research. Uh, don't just take my word for it, but listen to my words because I always want you to share and uh, subscribe and join the blockchain crypto revolution. I'm really getting the plugs in today, folks, because I'd love for you to plug me and share this with your audience. Looking to, forward to being more consistent here and just getting out content uh, looking forward to having a few more guests on. I'm sure you get tired of my constant rambling of just one person, even though I'd like to change my voice for the show every once in a while. We could go with the older, deeper, raspier Ryan. Or we could go with the very French Ryan and rendezvous next time in a small mansion. No, that's just way too weird. But hey, know that I can get weird and know that... Uh, you know, it's fun to get your thoughts out there, and I'd love to hear them um, and, and get them out there for you so that we can discuss them, uh, maybe even, you know, have a guest call in at some point, um, and, and we discuss live and, and just, just really bring out some transparency about, you know, what we're thinking and how the research goes into, you know, these shows you know, beforehand, of course, but the, the topics and, and the emotions of, of good live conversation, I think, is, is, is beautiful and it's recognized as a place that we can, um, you know, embrace the, the sharing of ideas. So I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys with that. And until next time, I hope that you share the love, share the knowledge of blockchain crypto revolution. Thanks again for you listening and hope to give you even more value in the shows to come. Thanks so much. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.